Hello, awesome people. Welcome to Embrace the Pivot. I'm Dr. C. Robinson, your host for the show. Join me as we discover what pivoting actually means and how you can embrace your pivot during life's transition. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you are embracing your pivot in whatever journey you are embarking on. Life is just so full of surprises, and lately, I've just been embracing the moment. Being in the moment, not worrying about the future, and it has totally pivoted my mindset. It has shook my world because I am definitely one of those types of people who love to project into the future. Okay, this is what's going to happen. And you have to do that to some degree. You 100% do because it's about envisioning what you want and then making goals, setting that path towards that. But I always think of a million different scenarios that could happen in the future. And what that does is it takes me out of the present moment And it puts me in places where 99% of those scenarios that I envision will never happen. Embracing the moment is putting me in the present and saying, what do I have to do now to get to a future goal? And that is so important to keep in mind as you move throughout your pivot journey. Because if you constantly think about million different scenarios that could happen in the future, you know, live through me by example, sometimes it gets overwhelming, sometimes you overthink it, and sometimes it hinders your success. But when you are present, when you are fully present in the moment and what you have to do, you just do things and it gets done. So I encourage you to take a moment and be in the present. Look around you. How do you feel? What do you see? What do you look at that just puts a smile on your face? Be present and say, what do I have to do in this moment to get me to the next moment? And that has really helped in my pivot journey. In a couple of episodes, I'm going to share what I'm pivoting to. It is just so empowering to know that you have control over the present moment. You don't have control over those million different scenarios that you think might happen in the future. So just be present. That is the goal for the week. Be present. Today's guest really lived in the moment. He felt very alone and isolated as he went through different courses for coding, and he wanted to create something where people could still learn online, learn a new skill as they pivoted in their career, but with less isolation that online courses offer. Martin Ramson is CEO and co-founder of Career Foundry, an online school for career change to tech, offering programs in full stack web development, user experience, and user interface design, digital marketing, and data analytics. Career Foundry is a new kind of school for a new world of work, equipping the workforce of the future. 
He has a really unique story. And when he founded the company, he went through some challenges, but he kept his mission in mind. He knew he wanted to make online learning less lonely, less isolating. And he just kept himself in the moment in order to move forward. I am so excited for you to hear his story. And also he is offering special discounts that I will be posting in the description. So if you are considering pivoting in your career and you want to work in the coding space, the UI space, data analytics, check out Career Foundry and apply the code. It's simple, it's easy, everything is in the description. I highly recommend it. He has an amazing story. Everyone, please welcome Martin. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah. All right. You have a very interesting background. It's been in tech, and then you decided you were going to start Career Foundry. So if you could share with me what that aha moment was for you and go a little bit into what Career Foundry is. I actually got laid off um, from, a, from a startup uh, about 10 years ago now. As that happened, I had a lot of time to think about what I wanted to do next. And I started to take a few courses online in web programming. Um, but I felt like they were, uh, they were lacking something. And I, I realized that a lot of them were lacking the human element of learning together with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked myself, like, why is it so lonely when you're learning online um, um, compared to when you were in school, right? When you were with a lot of other people. Um, but online seemed to be a lonely place to be learning. And, and I thought, uh, yeah, um, I had this idea to start a company where learning would not be lonely, but would be with other people. Yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, kicked off what became Career Foundry uh, about ten years ago now. Do you find that as technology has evolved, that now if you started Career Foundry or not even start Career Foundry, let me back up. When you start taking all those online classes, do you think that would have been different now than it was, you know, ten years ago? You know, I don't think not that much actually a lot of the online learning is like video based right like you watch a uh, a number of videos um and that's pretty much it um but what happens is typically that it's really hard to acquire skills uh that way that you can actually use in your in your job in your career um so i think a lot of um it's kind of fundamentally misunderstanding really what learning is all about. Um, uh, learning is actually a lot about doing and getting feedback and trying again, and then eventually understanding something and then going on to something that is slightly more difficult and so on. So I think it's, um, it's still kind of new that you can learn together with other people and that you can sort of progress by learning by doing um, and doing that online. So I, I don't think it has changed so much. 
Okay. You asked me a little bit about career funding. Maybe I should give a little bit of an overview of, of, yeah. of what we do. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So what we do is we help people change career into tech. Um, so people that come to us, they are typically like 25 to 40, um, roughly. They have had a couple of years already in a career, but they feel stuck, right? Um, and they want to switch into, into tech because they see that um, uh, they can be more creative in tech or they can have more impact uh, in tech or it's just better paid, you know, um, working in tech. So they come to us and, and, and we do this online. So it's all online. It's 10 months, uh, 10 months courses with uh, a mentor, a tutor, and a career specialist. And oh, wow. I, I mentioned before, yeah, that, that it's a human-centric kind of uh, learning. And so uh, we try to pair you with, with people that can help you through this transition. Yeah. So can you break down the different roles of those three individuals? Uh, the tutor is the person who would help you like on a day-to-day basis with your um with your course so they are actually oftentimes former uh, students who now tutor for us um the mentor is somebody who has a lot of experience in, in the field so somebody that's maybe worked at facebook or twitter or something like that and has perhaps 10 15 years of experience in in the topic and they can really provide this uh, career guidance um, and what it means to work in tech, uh, what to focus on, et cetera. Um, and then the career specialist comes in, through, uh, in the, towards the end of the course, uh, and they help you with actually getting a job in tech. Um, wow. So that's the three, the three roles, yeah. yeah. Have you found now I, that with all the layoffs, layoffs happening within the tech industry that it's harder for the specialists to find jobs or are you focused more on startups what what type of jobs or what type of career path do the specialists help them find jobs in maybe before i answer that um what we teach is uh topics like ux design ui design web development uh, data analytics, product management, and, and marketing as well. So, so those are kind of the topics we teach. And, um, and oftentimes, actually, uh, our students end up not in these kind of core tech companies. I mean, some of them do as well. Um, but a lot end up in lots of other industries, like um, mm. biotech. There is like technology everywhere nowadays, you know, in, in, in education and in in farming, you know, you name it, there's, yeah. there's tech everywhere. So people end up in lots of different places and we don't kind of see this, uh, this issue with people not getting jobs. Um, actually, there's a lot of tech jobs available still. I think uh, there's been a lot of news around uh, layoffs in the tech uh, area, right? Yeah, um, yeah especially in the States. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely happening. And, you know, um, but there's still a lot of opportunity to to get jobs in tech. And there's there's been such a shortage of of jobs overall. And it's um, uh, kind of 
they predict that this will continue over the next 10 years, there's going to be a need for tech people, ever increasing need, actually. So, so I think it's still a very safe bet. So now a lot of people are focused on the human-centric aspect of their business. When you started this 10 years ago, did you find that there was resistance to it or a misunderstanding of what you were trying to accomplish? One of the, what we're teaching is UX design. Um, and we were actually first uh, with launching a career change program to UX design. And I remember in the beginning, in some parts of the world, it was, uh, you know, this had not been known that this is actually a profession yet. Oh, wow. So in parts of Europe, yeah, in parts of Europe, for example, uh, we had to educate quite a lot to say this is this is what a UX designer is, this is what they do. Whereas in US, it was already kind of a, a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. And uh, we have found that a lot of people who want to break into tech, um, they can actually they find that UX design is kind of an, a nice way in. Because not everyone has like these core um, sort of techie skills. Um, and what I mean by that is like, uh, you know, good with math and, um, you know, this kind of programming skills, right? Not everyone has that. But the profession like UX designer, actually you, what you need to be successful there is actually a lot of empathy, right? So mm. it's all about talking to people, understanding their needs, and then trying to, you know, to talk to the team about those needs and, and, tr- and transfer that into good products in the end. I mean, we have people from, from all walks of life, you know, like uh, nurses who become UX designers, for example, to just give one, one example. How has your leadership style evolved over the years? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think... Um, Career Foundry is a company that cares a lot about um, diversity and inclusion. Uh, and we take that uh, really seriously because um, we have actually a, a very diverse um, student pool. Uh, I should say that we have about 6,000 students per year. Wow. Um, and, yeah, and, 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 and from how many countries? Uh, from all over the world, but uh, actually the majority is in, in the U.S. Okay. Um, and English-speaking countries, um, because everything is in English. Uh, I guess the the willingness to invest in education is a little bit bigger in 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 the U.S. than it is in Europe, for example. But uh, yeah, so sixty percent of our students are women, and um, wow. for example, that's quite uh, unusual for tech, right? So like in, usually. If you try to hire uh, a web developer, let's say, it's it's actually really hard to find women programmers. Um, so we're we're kind of proud of our diversity of students, and uh, and we want to be a diverse team as well, mm-hmm. and um, be inclusive and so on. So I think you asked me about um, what I've learned and in terms of leadership, and I th- what comes to mind is actually. Uh, a lot around this uh, diversity, inclusion, equity topic, uh, where before I started the company, I was not as aware of of those type of topics. So that's interesting with the diversity and inclusion. 
how does that parlay into the UX design? Because you say you have to have empathy. So is there a correlation between being empathetic as a UX designer and having that diversity inclusion at the forefront? Yeah, I think there is a connection there. Um, you know, we started with UX design at the, in the very, very beginning of the company. And UX design is this, the idea is basically just listen to your users, right? Um, put them first. And uh, that resonated a lot with me also, because I think, you know, traditionally education hasn't been like that. In education, you know, was more kind of built around the idea of, you know, producing a lot of um, well-rounded human beings, but it wasn't really made for the for the user. I started thinking about, you know, what, how could education be really when you think about it from the user's perspective, um, and that opened up a lot. And I think we we hired a lot of people in the company who have like who are really strong on empathy as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that answered your question, but um, there's definitely a link there. Yeah. What would be your biggest piece of advice for anyone who is looking to transition in their career? Yeah, there's uh, there's no better time to start than now, I would say. This would be my first advice. Lots of people are just unhappy in their career. And that. I, that doesn't have to be, I think. There is yep. just so much opportunity. And of course, it's not easy to change career. Um, I, I would never say that. It's really, really hard to do. But with the right support um, and also you know, with peers, like other students that can help you, it's possible. What I would give as advice, I would say that it's good to do a little bit of research into um, the professions that you might be interested in. And you could think about your transferable, transferable skills. Like, for example, yeah, let's take the same example. Like if you're good with other people, right, then that's a skill. You know, that's a skill uh, that might make you a good UX designer. But let's take another one. Let's say that you're good with math instead. You know, that might, you know, help you become a good data analyst or a programmer. So, yeah, think about what you're good at and what might suit you. Um, and, and then talk to other people who have um, career changed, I think is very helpful. Um, yeah, those would be some tips. Yeah, thank you. What's on the horizon for Career Foundry? Are, do you think you're going to branch out or expand into other industries? Or is the tech your thing and you've carved that niche in the market? Yeah, I think tech is our thing. And, and, and the reason is that I believe that a lot of tech jobs offer what, we're, what we hope to offer our customers, uh, which is more creative work. Um, mission-driven work where you can you can really have an impact and more flexible work. A lot of our uh, students, what they look for is actually more flexibility in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. So um, because we're online, a lot of people come to us for that flexibility of studying. 
And um, but they're looking for actually jobs with that flexibility too. So, for example, you might have a. I'm just taking an example. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who has uh, kids. You know, they're they're they need to work from home. Uh, or they need to pick up their kids, you know, uh, from school early or something like that. And they want to have a job where they can, you know, juggle their their life um, as well as their work and, and make that all work. So, so I think tech offers all those things that a lot of the people that comes to us want. Um, and and that's why I think we'll, we'll stay in tech. We might, you know, do more professions um in the next few years um what i hope we will be able to do is reach more people and become more accessible and that's our you know it's our mission to be to be more accessible yeah so yeah trying to become more accessible i would say is the is the is the hope yeah where where can my listeners find you on social media or on the web um, they can find me uh, on Twitter or on LinkedIn um, under my name. Uh, search for my name, Martin Ramson. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's where and I'm at. Yep, and it's just careerfoundry.com. Careerfoundry.com. Yeah. Yep. All There's right. lots and of I- lots of information there about you know other people have career changed, what they thought about it, what was difficult, what to think about, etc. So I. Yeah, lots to lots to dig into there. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll drop all of that in the description so they can find you easily. But thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed learning more about Career Foundry. Thank you. It was fun. You can follow me, Dr. C, on Instagram at Embrace the Pivot. I hope all of you embrace your pivot.